Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Hello. I'd like to read to you something that was just written from a hospice caregiver. One of the conversations I enjoy most with patients I visit is about the visions they see. The other day, I was with a gentleman who shared that he had been seeing people in his room, mostly men. He is not afraid of them, seem like they are there to help him feel less alone. I asked if he talked to them. He told me he didn't know what to say, so we discussed things he could ask them. He asked me if this meant that he was dying soon. My response was that, well, yes, he is dying. I did not believe they are representative of the time frame. I told him that I thought maybe being near death allowed him to be more receptive to their presence, and they knew that, which is why they were there. This seemed an acceptable answer to him. I saw him again the following day, and he told me that he started talking to them. They didn't say words but he felt their answers, one of which was that he was safe and not to be afraid of dying, which he welcomed. Then he proceeded to tell me that his two dogs who had passed away came to see him. A tear rolled down his cheek. He said they jumped on his bed and curled up next to him. Soon after, he passed away, and I was left with this lovely image of those who love me, standing around the foot of my bed, and my dogs and cats, all snuggled up with me when it is my time to pass. That's pretty nice, isn't it? I love those stories about when people are just close to dying, the people that are there to greet them, and even the pets. No one dies alone, and we'll all feel this comfort, and we'll all have those who come to greet us and take us over to the other side. Today, I want to talk about spirit artists. There's different types. In fact, one type is a trance medium like Jose Madrado, who lives in Brazil. People in Brazil are very open about their spirituality and their beliefs, including their belief in the afterlife. Madrado is the director of the City of Light Orphanage, who was told one day in his spirit visitation by the artist Renoir that he could turn paint into bread. Now, he was never an artist himself, but now he's a trance medium who can close his eyes, blend with the spirit world, paint with his fingers on canvas, and produce works of art, signing them with names such as Monet, Van Gogh, Renoir, and many more. More amazing is that the paintings are in the styles of these artists and they are created in 5 to 15 minutes, often with his eyes closed. Jose Madrado sells these paintings and the money earned funds the orphanage, indeed turning paint into bread. Coral Polge was a different type of spirit artist. As a medium, she saw the loved ones in her mind's eye and could sketch them as if they were posing for a portrait, because, of course, they were. She passed into the spirit world herself in 2001 after being an artist of spirits for over 54 years, creating thousands of portraits comforting the grieving. 
Personally, I met with Reverend Rita Berkowitz after my dad died. She's now retired from the First Spiritualist Church of Quincy, Massachusetts, after I read the book, The Idiot's Guide to Communicating with Spirits, which she wrote, which was full of images of her spirit drawings and the actual images of people as they lived. And of course, they looked like the same person. I once spoke with spirit artist Sandy Ingham, who said she never had any artistic abilities. As her and her husband would watch the television in the evenings, she thought she had drifted off into sleep, taking a nap, while her husband saw her doodling. When she awoke, there would be pictures of eyes, ears, mouths, and other features of people on these scraps of paper. In time, she started going into these trance-like states with a sketch pad handy, only to have portraits be on the pages when she opened her eyes. One day, she decided to visit a local medium who was doing a stage show and brought her sketchbook filled with all these pictures. Courageously, she showed her sketches to some ladies before the show started, and they recognized the pictures of their deceased loved ones. Now, Sandy works with mediums. As they verbally talk about the loved one in the afterlife, Sandy is busy drawing their picture. Sandy is also known to draw pictures at the same time with her hands moving independently, the left hand drawing one person while the right draws another. I've been witness to spirit art with the spirit artist slash medium Sue Wood She is a longtime medium and tutor at the prestigious Arthur Finley College in the UK. I have hosted two online demonstrations where the great medium Paul Jacobs would tell participants of the loved ones in the spirit world that he was connecting with, giving details about their life and shared memories and such. Sue could see these people with her mind's eye, and we could watch her drawing the faces at the very same time of the same loved ones on her iPad. In the trance classes I have personally taken at the Arthur Finley College, my tutor, Simone Key, had us doing exercises of closing our eyes and blending with the spirit world, allowing and asking if someone who no longer walks this earth would like to use our hands. I myself had words of profound inspiration on my page when I opened my eyes, Others had signatures of people who had once lived, drawings, and details of people in the afterlife. There was someone in the course that could recognize each one. One man actually wrote words in Chinese, yet he didn't speak the language. The instructor told us about the first time she tried this, and she drew a perfect picture of a small bird, a sparrow, yet her eyes were closed when the picture was drawn. You can watch videos on YouTube of just about everyone I just mentioned, especially Coral Polge, Rita Berkowitz, and the painter, Jose Madrado. I'd now like to introduce you to my friend, Chris Fitting, who is a current-day spirit artist. Hello, Chris. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. First of all, where in the world are you at this present moment as we record this interview? Well, at the present moment, uh, I am in Mount Baker uh, in Washington State. Uh, my family has a small cabin here that we ski from often, and it's my getaway. It's my solitude in the nature. It's There's a creek outside, and there's trees, and right now we've got about a foot and a half of snow on the ground. <laughs> oh, it sounds beautiful. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm in Massachusetts myself, snuggled under a blanket, 3,000 miles apart, but doesn't seem that way. <laughs> No, not at all. It's it's, and like I said, it's a pleasure to be here. I came up from Seattle this morning. I just uh, made about a two-hour drive, and so um, I was on the way up. I had an opportunity to really think about all of the the possibilities that we would be talking about today, and just uh, it was a wonderful time for me to kind of connect and ground. Um, and I'm just looking forward to it. Yeah, that's great. Nature yeah. is something that can ground us all. But so you're in Seattle. I know you do all of these, uh, the spirit art and photography and mediumship readings, but is that your only job or are you employed? Mainstream? So I am, 
I am a great question. Um, I am a degreed accountant, uh, and I have a small business um, that I work nationwide, and we do financing. So I live two lives. Um, <laughs> one life, I'm I'm financing business equipment for uh, for other small businesses nationwide, and um, I've integrated this uh, piece of my life, the spirituality and the portraits and the photography and the teaching. Um, so they're kind of they're coming together. Uh, they're distinct disciplines, uh, obviously, but um, this is just becoming uh, – it's my passion. So um, that's why I'm here is because of of life after death and spirit portraits and evidential mediumship and healing and all of those attributes that come with connecting in, in this wonderful way. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about it. And how, how did you get involved in this? Are you somebody who at a very young age had could see – Spirit friends, or could you give us a little bit about your journey, how you got into this wonderful world? Absolutely. Um, yes, I've been connected um, since I can remember. Um, things would come to me in a, sort of a premonition state before they happened. Um, but it was so regular to me that it wasn't evident to me that it was much different than others. <laughs> And, you know, I think back now, and it's it's more obvious, but during the journey, uh, it was less obvious. And there are points and times in my life when it became apparent to me. Um, you know, whenever you have someone pass, um, and I've had grandparents pass, um, and they had come to me in dreams, and they would talk to me um, and provide me with information, and I'd wake up, and i think, wow, that was... You know, it was real to me, so vivid, and the details were so rich that I thought, well, that you know, is this my is this my creative mind, or am I actually connecting it? And this was at a very young young age. Uh, and then, as I continued to move through, uh, spirit threw more signs at me. Um, I would see events before they would happen uh, with detail. And it was very difficult to explain. So I'm a little scientific minded mm -hmm. uh, and I, I began to really write it down. Um, what is happening? And, you know, is this is this normal? Am I losing my mind at some point? You know, and I went, no, I, I you know, who if if this was happening to me, I wouldn't be so analytical and writing down the details of everything and keeping track. And so uh, I had to stand back from what was happening. And I went and spoke to somebody that I trusted. And uh, we had a deep conversation about spirituality and mediumship. And um, she said to me, Chris, you are a medium. And then I really started to investigate that option and consider, is this, is this likely? Chris, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we have to take a short break. We'll be right back and we'll talk about Chris and his experience and the spirit illustrator that he is. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. 
and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting so you really saw a ufo well yeah it was so intense but not as intense as meeting you you're an alien chasing flirt but i kind of like it wow this paranormal date.com thing really works maybe paranormal date.com is for you people with an interest in things they hear on george's show find their match daily so if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in ufos ghosts aliens Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Hi, this is George Norrie, and you're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeart and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with the spirit illustrator, Chris Fitting. And Chris, you were just saying, you've always kind of known about the spirit world. So I've always had aspects of of connecting to the spirit world in one way or the other. Um, But it became much more pronounced as I began to lose people in my life, and I couldn't explain seeing things before they would happen. Yeah. Well, I love that you're writing them down, too. What a good thing. And then just paying attention to what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so it was was funny. I was later on, and and I had been married – I was in the hot tub with my wife and I said, you know, I just had this sort of moment of, of a flash of an idea of a truck having this catastrophic accident. And I could see the uh, it, it, it was the way it had wrecked underneath a building in the convention center here. And I thought, you know, it was so real to me. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I woke up tomorrow and turned on the radio and that actually happened? And, uh, and, you know, and I just kind of sloughed it off. Well, the next morning I was in the shower listening to the radio and this accident had happened early that morning. Uh, very something just almost detail for detail the way I saw it. And I thought, wow, this is, you know, it was so fantastic in my mind that I, I was seeking answers. How is this possible? Um, and so I was connecting to some future probability, um, you know, however, you know, however that works, I was connecting to that 
to that moment ahead of time um, to see some of that information. And so, you know, the more this happened, it really invigorated me to go and investigate aspects that, you know, relate to entanglement and quantum physics and, and all sorts of, you know, explanations on how this was even possible global consciousness. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, for me, it was a real revolution. It was a turning point where I could begin to go investigate, um, all of these ideas and spirit was doing their best to put roadsides in front of me and lead me and gently nudge me mm-hmm. in directions that would complement it. Aren't they fun? How they gently nudge <laughs> Once you get on the path and you're on it, there's no turning away. Things are put yeah. in our paths. You know, I wanted to ask you with your story, do you know about the book, The Wreck of the Titan, about the ship you, that sank? No, I, I can't say that I do. Um, I'll tell you why I'm asking this, because okay. someone wrote a book about 20, 25 years before the Titanic sank. And it was called The Wreck of the Titan. And it talked about a ship hitting an iceberg. It, it just, there weren't enough lifeboats on board. It gave so close a description to what actually happened. And of course, it was just a fictional book written. So it's just one of those things. Some Somebody, the author, obviously, didn't realize it. He thought he was being creative, but he tapped into something. Because the amount of accuracy between what happened and where exactly it sank, the iceberg, how fast it was going, not enough lifeboats, all, I mean, many, 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 many things. And it's just, you know, he was tapped into whatever that is, but it's fascinating. I can understand it. And I think we can see it throughout history. And if we do some self-reflection, there's many of us that have the same, you know, gut instincts or things that approach us. Uh, before it actually occurs and kind of gives us a little bit of a, a little bit of a, Hey, this might be coming to you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, absolutely. I I, I get that. When you said that I was thinking of the wreck of the Edmonds Fitzgerald, which I'd always been connected to for some reason. (laughs) Another uh, big wreck in history. How about mediumship? Did you actually train as a medium? So, uh, um, I have, yes, I have trained as a medium. Mm -hmm. Um, when it first started, a lot of it was happening in very vivid dreams. I I used to just tell people about the dreams I have and I would relate to them. So there's – this might be hard to explain, but there's two challenges, right? So you can be awaking you – can, you can be awake and try to communicate as a medium to those who have passed and connect with them. And then you've just kind of got to put your mind in a certain space to be able to do that versus when you're sleeping – the challenge becomes not not trying to meditate or bring your you know bring yourself down to that point where you really can connect and your thoughts are quiet enough that you can hear it but when you sleep the idea is is you're in that state but it's remembering those details and bringing them back through that etheric you know world back to back to this waking world where you are so for me mediumship was you know was either you can be awake and, and work at it. And I have, I've, I've, I've gone to AFC. I've studied with many fantastic people that really know their craft. And, and I'm just so honored to have learned from some of them. And then there's the other aspect where it's, I just go to sleep sometimes and it plays out for me. And I wake up the next morning knowing all of this information because I've, I've been practicing for probably four or five years now, um, really paying attention to my dreams, writing them down uh, and understanding how the energy of what you're experiencing in that dream state, um, how it's the symbol, symbols connect and then you can bring them back. So, um, so yeah, so you're, you, to answer your question, um, I deviated a little bit, but to answer your question, yeah, I, I've I've trained at um, Arthur Findlay College. Um, I started it with a simple art class, and, and my favorite part about this was that I, I there was others that I just by chance knew that were there, and they were working. And so hard in their mediumship to make their connections. And, you know, they put them up on the platform and they were nervous. Yes. And, and you could see it. And I just, it, it, but in the art room, they would give us pastels and they'd say, you know, go out and find three things in the yard, bring them inside, draw them, you know, and, and really just kind of let go and, and stop thinking and start linking. And you'd start to create and you'd have this picture and you didn't know why you're drawing it, but there was no nervousness. And then they'd say, all right, that picture belongs to somebody. I want you to go take that to them. Who do you feel it belongs to? And get, and, and explain to them what you've got here and who's coming through. Hmm. 
And all of a sudden, you know, you're draw, you've drawn a golf ball and a barnyard and, a, and an old Ford Model T and you're talking to somebody about these things on your picture. And they're going, that's my dad. My dad loved to play golf and he had the old Ford Model T and, you know, and the barn, that's where we grew up. And you're like, well, this is fantastic. And there was no nervousness about it. It was it was so easy to slip into that mediumship without worrying what side of your brain was coming into things, mm -hmm. just opening yourself up for those connections. And that was fantastic. How did that feel when you started presenting things to people and finding <laughs> out that like, I didn't create this. I mean, this is somebody coming through. Right. I mean, I'm being, yeah, they're impressing, they impress the images on us and, and we relay those to the people. And it was fantastic to understand that, you know, you're making that connection and the pieces of information that were coming through were so evidential. Um, and I say that in the respect that they, they really hit home with the people the messages were for. And it went beyond the suggestion of a golf ball, but the, um, but the details about the ball or the, the Ford Model T or the way the ball was placed on the T on the, on the golfing tee itself or any of that. So, um, you would, sh what's fantastic is you can show someone these illustrations and, it's rich with detail that you're just unaware of because it's being impressed on you to do something, maybe a way I haven't drawn something before or an angle that's slightly off that I would from what I would usually do, but has a lot of meaning to them. Um, there have been times when I'll get symbols and I'm not sure what they are and I'll show someone and I'm, I'm getting this image and I'm not sure what this is and I'll, and I'll be able to draw it rather than describe it. Mm -hmm. And the, the beauty of that is, is they can look at it and go, well, that's the, my mom's wedding ring. That's the top of it right there you're looking at. And, and I'm like, I just had, it just wasn't clicking in my mind, right? That what it was that I was drawing was something that had a lot of significance to them, but they immediately know it. So, um, and those are the kind of details that I like during a reading when it comes through. Um, of you course, know. that's wonderful. <laughs> and it's, um, it's similar to like, if you, if you, uh, have a, if you have a word in a foreign language that comes through, which has happened to me before mm -hmm. is you get this word and it makes no sense to me. And I just say it to somebody else and they know, you know, this means beautiful land in another language. And I think, wow, what a great piece of evidence. I don't even speak that language. I wouldn't know how to say that, but I heard it. And so now I have to let this person know. And I think what better evidence to provide, you know, that their loved ones have gathered close to them, that are they're near. Uh, and they and they can share that. And it's it's hard to just dismiss those levels of detail. And that's because of the scientifically minded piece of me mm -hmm. that I sometimes have to subdue or push down. But it's always trying to look for the detail to um, provide that sort of evidence. And that's what I love about what we do. I think it's great. Have you always yeah. been someone interested in art and drawing? Okay, that's a great question. Um, so my family, there's a line of artists. Um, and I, I've always been given crayons at the table as a child and coloring books, but maybe not more than than the rest of us, right? Um I would doodle in class because I seem to listen better that way. Um, I draw pictures of my uh, professors or teachers <laughs> to their chagrin. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it was great and sometimes <laughs> they didn't think it reflected them, the portrait. But um, so I, I've always had sort of this knack for kind of putting the pieces of faces and features together, but I've never really employed it. It was just sort of this tool in my, in my arsenal that I never, that I never dipped into. And then when I began to work more closely with spirit, um, it's an interesting, um, interesting how this happened. I, I'd hear, I get features. I would see the definitions and faces, uh, while I slept or when I was doing a reading, you know, I would hear brown hair or I would know that I would feel the brown hair. Um, so I started to have an interest in it and really started to develop that piece of, uh, of my mediumship. At the same time, I was also taking photographs with a camera that somebody just gave me. It was like uh, they handed it down and said they weren't needing it anymore. So I was using this camera and I noticed that it it would take orb pictures. Um, there would always be orbs in the pictures. And I thought, well, this is fantastic. I wonder where this camera came from. I kept taking pictures and I was enlarging the energy of the orbs and I was seeing faces in the orbs and I, and I would describe them to people. And 
sometimes it hit with a lot of success and other times they would say, well, I don't know exactly who you're describing. And I said, can't you see it? Can't you see it? You know, and they'd look at it and they go, well, I can kind of see that. And I said, okay, forget it. I'm going to draw this. Chris, I can't wait to hear more. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll find out more about you doing illustrations of people in the spirit world. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Hey everybody, it's producer Tom and you're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Chris Fitting, the spirit illustrator. Chris, you were just talking about getting orbs in your pictures, and what would you do with them? And so what I would do is I would take them and put them on my computer and enlarge them, and then I would start working from the imagery of the orb uh, and where I saw the face and I would draw those. And I just, I got into the cycle where I was doing hundreds of these things uh, and bringing these through, and it really took my artistic development to another level with the features of portraits. And that just continued to develop. And and from there, I I realized that there was energy in all pictures, regardless if the orbs were there or not, you could go in. Orbs are like street signs in these pictures. Um, To me, they say, look near this energy and you can look around it and you can see the distortions and the pixels and how the color changes. And if you look carefully at it, it's, it's almost like you can start to pull the face out of it and you can go, Oh, there it is. Um, 
so there's so much more in all of these photographs that we're that we're looking at and dealing with and and I really began to open that up and look into the energy of of these and I did it to the point um, and I'll tell you this I did it to the point where I began taking pictures of people and I'd say bring in your loved ones let's let you know think about them ask them to come in and so I have a picture where I had two mediums that asked to bring in their loved ones. And when I looked at the energy on the wall behind them, I said, now I have to remember the name. I said, I said to this, this, this woman that I knew, I said, who's Francis? Cause I saw in handwriting, um, in cursive, I saw the word Francis and she says, well, that's, she says, that's my grandmother who's passed. And I said, and I said, do you have a Paul? I see the word Paul here too. And I showed her and she's, yeah, I see this, Chris. And I thought, wow, that's fantastic. So, so we got to a point where not only were as I seeing faces that were a little bit harder to pull out of the energy, um, but I began to get something that was, that was a little bit easier to see, which was cursive. Now this has happened to me on a handful of occasions and I still have the picture today. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where you, you scratch your head because how and why, and you know, I'm just grateful that I'm grateful that it happened because it's, it's a big piece of, of why I continued to develop the way I did and, and had the curiosities I did. Yeah. It's a very exciting path you're on. I just think of <laughs> I, one time in my life, I was really researching electronic voice phenomena, and yeah, voices were coming through that I was recording raindrops, and all of a sudden I hear, good night, Sandra, you know, it's like, whoa! <laughs> and so I think when our loved ones are, they're probably practicing in the hereafter trying to figure out this technology, but if they can rearrange sound molecules to put voices on a recording, why can't they take the pixels of a photograph and add somebody's name in cursive i don't know how it works but i'm guessing yeah i i agree and i you know it's fun and i'll tell you something that was funny about the handwriting um you know how everybody has a little bit different signature or their yes. handwriting is unique yes well the way that these words the the cursive that was used in these pictures reminded me of my grandmother's handwriting who had passed um who's visited me and works with me on the other side. Um, and I thought, this is fantastic. And I wonder if there's a correlation because I just thought with the moment I saw it, I thought that really looks like her handwriting. So, uh, you know, these people are these people that are guiding us and, and helping us on the other side. I think they're eager to be able to help us continue to develop as part of their development. Mm-hmm. And, and it may just be that they're, you know, they're contributing and adding to, to our plan as, as we're working through this together. So I thought that was nice. It's great. I'm just picturing yep. your yep. grandmother, I'm actually picking, picturing mine, getting involved, but this is a <laughs> new way that I've not heard of before for people getting through. So it just helps me to think, geez, what else is possible? You know, I mean, just who knows? I, I'm excited about the future because so many more things are happening and, and you're, discovered this is great um i want to ask you just quick about orbs a lot of people think orbs are dust did you go through that phase in the beginning that is this water is this you know right moisture (laughs) is this real so let me tell you um how i feel about this and and let me tell and let me also say first that this is my opinion and i respect that everybody has their own opinions and my ideas and ways are not the right way um, they may be the right for me. And if they're right for others, I'm okay with that. Um, because I know that I know what you're talking about and there can be some controversy. And when I first started taking pictures of orbs, it was amazing. They were all over. Here's my deal. If there is orbs in a picture, I want to see intelligence. I want people to be able to hold their hand out and have the orb land in their hand in the picture. I want you to be able to talk to the orb, uh, with intelligence and say, I want to I want to see forms of intelligence from them. So if this is my you know father, then I want you on the uh, I want you showing up on my left side up high, and I want you to be blue, or I want you to move this direction. There needs to be interaction because spirit is smart. Um, and the next step of where we're going with with you know these connections is is 
well, it's not just the next step, but it's to show that intelligence through their interactions. Mm-hmm. When you can get intelligent interaction when you're working with spirit, a response in an intelligent way, because they are, then you've got a true connection. Are all orbs really spirit? No, no. I think there's some dust and I think that there is raindrops. Now, is there a synchronicity at play because the orb is in a particular part of the picture, like like a sign saying, look over here in the energy around me. And then if you enlarge the energy, you'll see there's color fluctuations near it. Now, has there been a synchronicity that's aligned to draw your attention to a particular part of that photograph so you can begin to understand that there's something happening there? Ah, now we might have something. Maybe there's an intelligence where they're directing your awareness to particular to a particular place. So there's that that's going on. Now, there's also with orbs, I've actually got pictures of I've I have a picture of a something to me when I look at it, I go, that's a face, and other people look at it and go, yeah, that's a face. Mm-hmm. I've actually got pictures of a profile clearly in the orb and it's hard to dismiss it's you know is it it could have been chance that things just lined up the way they did and it just happens to look like a face or there's some other explanation well maybe i mean i'm always open to all explanations but there are very definitely some that five percent of the time where you look at something and you go wow that's pretty amazing um and then there's also that if if you're not getting that the other 95 percent of the time or a portion of that you may have to say it's just directing our awareness to a portion of the picture. And I would and I would tell people, enlarge it. Look at the pixels. Look at the energy around it. In the fabric of the energy, there's imagery, and you can pull that out. That's amazing. So so maybe that's what they're trying to get through to us when they're communicating with, with the synchronicities of that dust particle and where it landed and where they gently nudged it. Who knows? So those those are my ideas about about that question. I, I agree. I've done my own photography that I know is dust. But I want to ask you, when you were, yeah. you were blowing up these orbs and drawing pictures and then you yeah. know, drawing pictures around it, were you actually creating portraits of people that had once lived? And have you gone on then to draw pictures of people that you see and do spirit portraits? So when I was when I originally started blowing up the pictures and drawing pictures, uh, it was a lot. It was a lot of hit and miss about here's what I see. Do you recognize this person in the picture? I'd ask somebody who was maybe uh, there was taken of them. The person may have been in the picture, and I asked, "Is this a relative of yours? Do you know who they are?" And they said, "Well, it kind of has some features that look familiar, but it's kind of hard to tell." So I had a lot of hits and miss at first. Um, there was a point in my development where I had gone to AFC and I had worked with one of the people there who had actually worked with Coral Polge and some of the fantastic spirit artist mediums. She, Coral Polge, is, she's passed now, but she was a fantastic medium, a spirit artist herself, who would draw pictures that were so accurate that I don't know that I could – if I was looking at a person and drew a picture of them, I don't know that I could be as accurate as she was working with the spirit world. Her hands were moving and and she'd say I'd become them. And so I was working with somebody who had a familiarity with her and I had asked them some advice and they had shown me some techniques on, you know, just gently take this color and, and, and work it across the page, but not too hard or not too much. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to disturb the spiritual energy, but just ask for someone to come through. And so you'd roughly, with a very light color, put it on your paper, a rough paper that really kind of the, the pastel would drag as you, as you drug the, as the pastel along, and it would leave marks and bumps and irregularities. And I begin to stare at it just like I would the pictures, the orbs in the pictures, and I'd, and I'd see the face sort of in a three-dimensional capacity kind of almost come out at me. And I'm, oh, there's the nose. Oh, there's the eye. And it was, you know, I would just sit there and look at it until it popped out and, and showed me itself to me. And, and I'd just sort of gently trace it. Um, so my eyes were doing all the work. My hands were just sort of following what I saw. And then that process began uh, to be met with a lot more success in terms of people recognizing the faces that were coming through and saying, oh, yes, th- that's my father's nose or those are the eyes of my sister or um, you would, you know, they would all come together. So there's been a process and, and it's it's fun for me because sometimes it's my eyes that see the things and sometimes my hands just get ahead of what I'm doing and it's like they've got a mind of their own. Wow, that's it's, amazing. It's, 
it's, it's, you know, it's sometimes you begin to feel, I mean, you, as you're drawing, you might feel lethargic and heavy and it's hard to breathe. And it's, you know, that you're a heavy, large person and it begins to come. And just the sense of that energy begins to pronounce itself through your colors onto the paper. So there's much more than just imagery that occurs when I do these portraits. It's, you know, there's, there's a lot of information that's embedded in the, in the chalk and the movements in the speed that which I'm using the chalk or the how slow I go, how hard I press, how light I press. There's energy that I'm transmitting that while I'm connected to them that is being imprinted on the paper. It's not uncommon for the for things to if you let it, the paper settle after I do a portrait, it's not uncommon for me to come back to it and go, it's just so much different than I remember. It seems like it's 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 just matured or something during, you know, you, you leave it for an hour, it matures and almost changes and, and becomes more of what it was. Chris, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to find out if this is fun for you and what other interesting things have happened as you illustrate the spirit people. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking Looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. <laughs> Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. Hey, it's time to head over to coasttocoastam.com and check out the Art Bell Vault, a collection of timeless audio. Listen to some of the great interviews with the likes of the late Father Malachi Martin, Dr. Evelyn Paglini, investigative journalist Jim Mars, and more. This is classic audio that you can enjoy at any time, and it's all heard without interruption. New shows are added each week, so find out how to access the Art Bell Vault now by going to coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now let's get back to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome 
Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with Chris Fitting. Chris, I bet you really enjoy this. You were just talking about when you complete a spirit portrait. It's a it's a fun process, right? So I so now what I do is I take a picture of it after I'm finished, you mm-hmm. know, or I'll um, just to make sure so I can come back and kind of compare the the subtleties on the color, what what colors are more pronounced, and um, and it really works to healing. So when you know if you've lost somebody and you want a connection, and you want a portrait, um, so say there's a you know child who loses his you know, father and, and, and at war and and never had that opportunity to say goodbye, but wants the guidance and the and the motivation and the courage and the confidence. Well, each of those colors that I'm it's being I'm being impressed to use, those colors are left on the paper so that when that child needs something most, they can look at that picture and those colors come out and instill those attributes in in the child. Be courageous. Take a chance. Move forward. You know those, and and then you may come back to another time, and you may say, "I just feel lonely, and I need love." And all of a sudden, the reds in the picture come out, and you're like, "Wow!" And then I feel loved. I feel cherished. So there's a little bit of this connection, like it's a portal with the the afterlife, and the people are working in the spiritual world are working through the pictures and the colors to pronounce things to really hit home with the person looking at them. You know, as if you were looking at a portal through to the spirit world and saying, you know, provide me with what it is that I need at this time. And when I see that happen to the recipients that receive the portraits, I just think, wow, I'm so happy to be part of this process. And it just, it warms my heart. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've yeah. been to your website, spiritillustrator.com, and I've seen the portraits and some of the pictures and art. and. While they're beautiful, I never, it never even dawned on me this healing aspect or this encouragement aspect. If you need some comfort or some love or courage or whatever that may be, that's tremendous. Yeah. What a gift that you've been given. And I know you're somebody who shares it because you're very busy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. just sure your phone's ringing and all, and all that, and it will be more after this interview. I can <laughs> well, guarantee and, that. Yeah, well, thank you. It's um, we've just you know, we just added a page which I really like. It's become a very popular product, and so yeah, you're correct. I have been busy. It's it's that strictly um, there's a page on the on, on at spiritillustrator.com where it's mm-hmm. just strictly guides that I'm doing for folks, and I didn't think that it would have been met with such success, but people. They want to know about who works with them on the other side, what influences. And I have, you know, from a pencil portrait to a color portrait, which is a little deeper, Mm -hmm. to an archetypal portrait. And, you know, which kind of the archetypal portraits are energy portraits of and they do. And they're also a portrait of a face, but they're more maybe a lineage or a line of your family. Maybe your, you know, your mother's side of the family, um, something like that. So that information can come, come through and you'll see attributes in that picture that represents that lineage and what they handed down. Um, but, the, but it's a very popular product because it comes with, you know, we were able to be able to provide some names and some, um, how they, how they like to impress that they're near you and what the, it is that is there. Why are they in my life and what are they nudging me towards? Um, so it helps develop a closer bond with your guide. So as you're going through the development process, you know, you can go, okay, this is, this is a specialty of this guide. I know Brian and, and Brian is here to show me these things and here's how I know he's around. And then when your awareness opens up to those things and you're paying attention to the fine detail, then you begin to go, Oh, here he is again. And I see this and it just, it just helps because as we go through this development process spiritually, we want to know that there's people on the other side that are lending us a hand and we know that they're there. But when we see, you know, what if feathers or butterflies or rainbows or, uh, you know, there's, some of the common things, but mm-hmm. we know there are certain attributes, there's certain um, signs that they'll use to let us know that they're um, that they're near. In a song, they, they love to come through with songs um, that that encapsulate a message, and and every time you hear it on the radio, you know that they're with you again. So that's that's also a fantastic way for us to connect with uh, the guides that are in our lives. Well, it's so important. I lo- well, I always love giving people the connection that their loved ones are around that are no longer physically here. But then it's like, if we don't die, what's our life for? And 
when we're on our path, and it's unique to each one of us to know that there's these unseen beings that are supporting us. And I think probably most people go through their life never making a connection with a guide. And meanwhile, there's these guides cheering us on. So I think to be able to make that introduction through art, through a, a portrait, and you know, however that turns out, will give somebody more than just this hope that there's somebody around. It's like, okay, yeah. here, I've got this, whether it's a color, whether it's a face, whatever it may be, a symbol, a representative of that. And it's so interesting, like you say, you start picking up on things happening more regularly, and you'll be like, oh, that's Tom, my guide. I just made that up, Tom. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, yeah. but to build a relationship, and one of human beings' hardest things is dealing with being alone, and to realize that we're never alone, and have these signs, I just think that's fantastic. And I actually had the privilege of a, a different spirit artist who is now retired doing uh, spirit art after my dad had passed. And I very much believed in the afterlife, but I, you know, we, we're not going to escape grief and it's very, very difficult. And I met up with this woman and very much like you, she's an evidential medium. So she was talking about my grandmother and then my dad, she didn't know anything about me. And she just picks up a, um, her, pad and you know dad's eyes came out first and then a drawing of what he looked like when he was in the air force in his 20s and meanwhile he died in the 70s looking really awful connected to machinery and all that stuff and you know that's when she said we get to be whatever age we wish to be and that was my dad's favorite age and then verbally she came through with so much evidence and i have that portrait and it's like I mean, that's, that's one of those holy cow experiences for me. <laughs> yeah. And so I've always been, you know, secretly asking, you know, is there another spirit artist out there that I could meet and, <laughs> and, and maybe know? And then. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, one of the things you mentioned, I just I'll comment on real quickly about as a spirit artist, what's nice. You wouldn't expect they can, these people that have passed over can come through at any age. And so as you're, you know, you're, you said your father had come through and he was, I think it was, um, at a, at a younger, younger age, you, mm -hmm. they can be any age that they want when they come through. And, and I didn't realize that at first when I began working with that and until the, recipient would say, well, that's, that's my dad, but it's not the way I remember him in the end. And, and then it continued to happen. And, and there was a theme that was, they don't want to come through at the end. They want to come through when I think they were the healthiest and the happiest or some of the best times in their lives. So, yeah. Just great. How about pets? Do pets ever come through? You know, they do. Uh, I was on, I was working with Mavis uh, on a platform, Mavis Patilla once, and uh, she's so fantastic. I love her. Yes. She was, and she was moving. She was, she was giving the evidence and I was drawing and, and, and she's so fast and fantastic. And I, I, there was times when she was bringing in two people through at once and I had, my hands were all over the board. I couldn't keep up. I was sweating. And, um, and she was just firing off information. And then all of a sudden a horse comes through and I'm like, what am I supposed to do about this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, I just trusted, I trusted and, you know, it came through and it was one of the best um, portraits that came through that night and that people afterwards came up and they said, I know the horse, I know the mark you put on her forehead and I know the mountain that's behind them in the picture. Oh, you gave uh, me goosebumps just now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I just went, oh, and I, it, it was just, that was one of them. The most fantastic. That was a great evening. We had a wonderful time. And uh, yeah, so pets do come through. Uh, there's been cats and there's been horses and then there's dogs. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's my specialty, um, but I, I oftentimes don't know that I have a choice. Mm -hmm. um, it's just sort of what's impressed on me and what begins to come through. Yeah. Chris, can you tell us a little bit more about working with an evidential medium who's on platform and you're doing the drawings? So it's it's the same sort of approach where we have two mediums on stage. I'll be there and we'll have another medium and they'll be 
doing a evidential mediumship reading, bringing through um, those details, and I'll begin to draw the portrait of that person. There will be a likeness of the person that has passed. So, um, and they may come through at any age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say, when I begin these things, I say, well, if I, if I get the earrings wrong or I part the hair on the wrong side, please don't be upset. Uh, give me a little bit of leeway. Um, but you know, the likenesses are definitely there and they'll bring through the evidence of, of who it is that passed and we'll real time connect to that same spirit while I draw the picture and the attributes um, and there'll also be some symbology. Sometimes you'll, you know, I'll draw maybe a picture of a tattoo they had, or I'll, I'll get an image of somebody else that was in their life, or, or the tea kettle that was important to them, or um, some significant symbol may a- appear in the picture as I'm drawing too, depending on, on what it is they want to bring across and their messages are. So it's, so I'm illustrating this experience or this life while the other medium is providing the details and then we'll hand it off a little bit. So sometimes I'll be in the, I'll be in the seat where um, they'll, they'll turn to me and I'll be able to provide some evidence and speak to other, other attributes that came through during my drawing experience. Chris, I have very little or no artistic ability, actually. Would you suggest that it would be okay for some of us to pick up colors and start to draw? Don't have to be an artist. It's not about that. It's about the use of color and just being free and being abstract and feeling into it and just getting out of your mind. And I said this before, but you stop thinking and you start linking. And it's very natural. Chris, I really want to thank you for being our guest today. And for our listeners, you can check out spiritillustrator.com. And you know, there's all different ways that the spirit world tries to get in touch with us, whether it's through our dreams, whether it's through our imagination, whether it's through artistic abilities. The important thing is to slow down and trust. They are with us and their love goes on. I'm Sandra Champlain, and you've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.